0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Small Talk, Bigger Ideas. I am your host, Neil Lopez, and on this podcast, I talk with fellow creatives, entrepreneurs, artists, musicians, anything of the sort, and we just basically have freestyle conversation. We talk about different things going on in the world and their life, different perspectives, and with our Small Talk, we hopefully can give you some motivation to come up with a bigger idea. Today's guest, none other... And I gotta insert some b-roll here because he is the man when it comes to the videos. Bob Tompkins with Remax moves. Moves. Yeah. Yep. Bob is not only a realtor, but he is a content creator. So if you don't know who he is, that's the whole purpose of him being here, plus some other things. Gonna definitely leave links down in the description below. Also plug it verbally um, towards the end of the show, but Bob, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Hey Neil, I'm excited to be here, man.
0: Me too. Me too. Yeah. We've been trying to work this out for like you know, a couple months or something yeah. like that. And you're a very busy man, but um, Bob is no stranger to podcasts, no stranger to video. Um, Bob has done some awfully good parodies that have went <laughs> viral online. Um, one, for instance, was um, old Old Town Road. Old Town Road. And we did Old and, Town Realtor. In Old Town Realtor and then the uh, something-ass kitchen. Nice-ass kitchen. Nice-ass kitchen. That's right. That was a truck Yeah, it was a WAP parody. <laughs> so um, hopefully I can insert some B-roll of that here and then also leave links to those videos. So how's it going?
1: Good, man. Good, good. Man. good. Uh, how have you been?
0: I've been good, trying to stay busy, doing yeah. wedding stuff as we talked about before we started actually rolling. So everything's been good. Yeah. So, what's going on in your world besides um, having a new baby?
1: Yeah, so got the, she turns four months here in just a couple days. So she'll be four months old. Uh, Right on. Congratulations uh, again. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, It's hectic. Oh, yeah, um, I bet. Because wife just went back to work. Uh, So she, maternity leave just ended like a week ago. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha.
0: First child, too.
1: First child, too. So uh, kind of learning on the fly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, though. I've got one. She's 16. So she's almost an adult. So I'm, I'm good. Yeah. No more for me. But uh, you plan on having any more? Maybe? Yeah,
1: We'll probably probably either have two or three. Um, right. Definitely want to try for a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, That'd be just, cool. I'd love to have one. But, you know, if that's not in the plans, it's not in the plans. Right. But, yeah, right. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, probably two or three, and then we'll probably snip, snip.
0: Right. Oh, uh, right. uh, there you go. <laughs> stop it right there. No stop. soccer team. Hard stop. <laughs> Hard stop. <laughs> yeah. So tell uh, the viewers and also the listeners a little bit about yourself.
1: Yep. So um, I've uh, been a real estate agent for four and a half years. Mm-hmm. I'm in my fifth year of real estate now. Um, I've been with Remax for three and a half years. Before that, I was a bartender. And before that, I was a uh, student at AU studying to be a pastor. Oh, wow. So Big jump. Yeah. Big shift yeah. from being a pastor <laughs> to a bartender. Right. Um, and then settled into real estate. Both my parents are realtors. So it was kind of you know, a natural fit for me. I'd seen it my, my entire life mm-hmm. um, and felt like I could probably take what they were doing and elevate it.
0: Bro so, elevated is like yeah. low key. Like you're being humble. You've absolutely <laughs> crushed it, especially around here. I mean, like, <clears throat> like I was having a conversation, like I told you a uh, podcast last night mm-hmm. besides myself, because we're in Anderson, South Carolina, everyone just to reiterate that it's not a very creative place. Um, it's not tech centric or tech hub. Don't kill me. I'm just saying for what it is. And Bob's one of the, well, really the only creator that I know. I mean, there's people out there that are photographers and videographers, but I'm talking about the level of content creation because mm-hmm. you have your own podcast with your friend mm-hmm. Brad. Mm-hmm. And then you've also done, you know, the videos mm-hmm. um, and not only just the parody videos, but the actual videos for your business are mm-hmm. like top notch, you me. know? Um, so like, like, I started seeing you from those videos like many others. So, I mean, you're, you're not just, you're not just excelling, you're killing it, but sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I I appreciate that. Um, so obviously video we incorporated into my business about two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, start, I I came into 2019, my business plan was pretty much solely, I want to, you know, start bringing my marketing to a level that you see in places like LA, New York, you know, because if that's what they're doing to succeed there, uh-huh. it made sense to bring it, you know, into my business down here. Right. Um, but you just didn't see anybody else doing it. So right. Right. Started doing that, and then really saw over the course of the last like 24 months, really saw my business blow up. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, I'm a firm believer in content for your content, business. content,
0: video marketing, anything that you could do, and like you go a, a step further and take it to a different level with you know like your parody stuff and it gets you on the map and you know a lot of people in business even if you're a small business like having video is king mm-hmm. there's nothing more that tells a story tells about you who you are your personality etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. um so i mean that's obviously going to be one of the topics we talk about today yeah. is video marketing and why it's so important yeah. so um in your opinion obviously besides scaling your business and getting known and brand awareness because you are to me a brand you know the first thing I think of like when someone asks about real estate and that's why I tag you is Bob not Remax you know not like Prudential not you know whoever else the, the brokers out there I think Bob you know because it's like you've put yourself out there so for maybe realtors that may listen to this um what was the turning point to where you said I got to do video because video is king besides seeing others do it but you went into it probably not knowing exactly like how it would turn out like most things why did you take a leap on it and say I got to do this
1: I think the biggest reason is everybody on social media that I take advice from that influences me that I see what they're doing in business Mm -hmm. every single one of them does video for their business. Mm-hmm. So I mean you, you look at certain people like Gary V. Right. And and I you know it's hard not to bring up because of how prominent he is in the video marketing world. Gary V the only reason I know who he is, the only reason anybody knows who he is is cause of video. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing that and then hearing his content planned it's like, hey, you gonna you wanna put out four five six pieces of content every single week right um, taking that and say okay I, I was like this obviously works for him I've seen it work for some other people mm-hmm. um, obviously no one in my local market right but I was like I want to try and take a leap on this and see if if it does if it does produce you know income for me mm-hmm. so my plan was that I was going to go in for 24 months it was going to be 19 2000, 2019 2020. I was going to go all in on it and if I saw a return by the end of those two years, Uh I was going to keep going. Right. And if I didn't, then I was going to kind of reevaluate my marketing strategy. Uh I was pretty confident it would work. Uh I mean, that's obviously why if you go back and look at my early stuff, even though it wasn't great, like it's not where it is now. Right. Um, it was still way better than the normal person starts at video right? because right. I invested a lot of time and a lot of money into it. Cause I mm-hmm. was like this, I'm committed to it. This is going to be two years and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but there's no way if I go in here and I just kind of throw videos up with my phone and mm-hmm. kind of half asset, right? There's no way for me to know if it actually is going to work. So I, I, I did a hard commit and, uh, you know.
0: It, right. It's worked out. Yeah, it's worked out tremendously, in my opinion. And, you know, it's all about that wow factor, right? Because mm-hmm. you only have one time to make a first impression, blah, blah, blah. And besides you just doing videos, like the cool thing that I see with you, two things, is growth. Um, like you said, from when you first started to mm-hmm. now, I mean, your stuff is great. And, you know, yes, I'm giving him all the praise because his, his shit is dope. For real, it really is. But you also have a vision. You know, you've had a vision behind your videos to where they're not just, like you said, your typical boring, non engaging videos. It's always a wow factor and you're always surprising folks. So that's what I like about it. Um, so the growth has been good, obviously. Good ROI, I would imagine. Um, I
1: mean, I've seen, I mean, from a gross commission standpoint, from where I was in 2018. Mm-hmm. um to 2020 uh my 2020 gross income is more than double what 2018 oh, wow. was so wow. I mean it was and that's a relatively short mm-hmm. return I mean it you know obviously came back very quickly right um 2019 was not too much of it was pretty much the exact same as 2018 okay and what people don't understand, I feel like a lot of times they want to do something mm-hmm. and they want to see that return right away overnight yeah and video is not. It's not a lead generation. Mm-hmm. It is a branding tool. Mm-hmm. So when you use it and you use it well, people learn who you are. Right. I'm not catching people, you know, the day of them wanting to buy a house. Right. You know, you put out branding stuff. Right. It's very rare somebody sees it and they're like, oh, I need to buy a house today. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah, normally yeah, yeah. they're going to be two, three years out. Right. Maybe even 10 years out. But if I'm getting in front of them and they're learning who I am, they're starting to trust me mm-hmm. because they're they're getting to know my personality through these videos when the time comes my phone rings right so i have to do very little of your prospecting trying to go find business mm-hmm. because my name has gotten out there so much and right. now i'm starting to see that return on it 2 years after i started
0: i got gotcha. you doing video yeah i mean cuz like doing video i think is a type of thing that it needs to resonate mm-hmm. and like it doesn't necessarily happen immediately it may mm-hmm. take a few months but then something pops up or your content whether it's a month old or a year old gets shared because not everyone's seen it at once. Mm -hmm. Just the same as like when you said, if, you know, someone sees your video, they're not automatically going to say, Oh, I need a house now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think a lot of folks and businesses, you know, I still think especially in this area, it's just, I don't know why, but they haven't grasped the concept that video is so important.
1: Yeah. Well, what video does for you is it allows people to get to know you Mm -hmm. without ever meeting you. Right. I mean, it's called a parasocial relationship where it's a one, it's a one way relationship. I may know, I may not have any idea who a person is, Mm -hmm. but if they've watched 20 of my videos, they've developed a relate, they've developed a relationship with me. They feel like they've gotten value from me. Right. And then they feel comfortable calling me to say, Hey, I want to do business with you. I want you to represent me. And that's what people don't understand, is that mm-hmm. it's creating these relationships over time. Right. Um, and that that's really the key to getting the business because I, this is when my phone rings. Let's say it's another realtor sending me a client. Like, you know, they're moving in from out of state. Their realtor there. Mm-hmm. They're able to go in and look at me, find out about me, say, okay, what type of production level does he do? Right. What's his personality like? Do I think he'll be a good fit? Mm-hmm. Without having to call me and grill me with 20 sort of, you know, interview questions. So it makes it a lot easier to pass that client along. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like my mom, they don't like that. I cuss in videos <laughs> yeah, or, you know, my yeah. billboard in Anderson, but says, that's
0: why you're different. Yeah. It says know? I'm
1: a damn good realtor. Right. right. But the thing that turns some people off, mm-hmm. but other people, they're like, okay, I want to work with that guy. I know that he's chill. He's not going to be. It's
0: like a, a sense yeah. of comfortability yeah. at that point because you're like me. Yep. you know that's how you'll resonate with certain people because you know not everyone is your ideal mm-hmm. client avatar, if you will yep um, but
1: they don't ever have to vet me, yeah, and that's the thing. I've yeah. already been vetted through my own content, right, which I chose to put out and I you know I created the the image I wanted people to see right, right. you know so yeah. they're not they're not coming here and asking me questions that I may, maybe don't want to answer. Mm-hmm. They're looking at what I want them to see. Mm -hmm. And they're developing an opinion on whether or not they want to work with me from that. Right. So I've already been vetted, Mm -hmm. which makes the interview process way easier. Much
0: easier. That's more comfortable when Mm -hmm. they get to see you because they have a sense of who you are.
1: Yep. And they've probably already decided that they want to use me Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, okay, we're going to ask them these 10 questions and mm-hmm. based on what he says, we'll decide if he's going to be our realtor or not. Right. That's not happening. They probably already made up their mind. They already made up their mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the cool thing about what you do is it goes hand in hand. Like if you are trying to sell someone's house, you already know about this stuff, like mm-hmm. the video aspect, the video tours, you know, the drone footage of the exterior and you have a guy that does it, you know, for you shout out whales. Mm-hmm. Um, so like and it's, Sam Beezy, so it works. Okay. I got you. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it goes hand in hand because like you can be the total package mm-hmm. because I find a lot of realtors like I've reached out. No lie. Cause I want to get into realty. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the video tours and the drone stuff. Cause I just got a drone and I've had one before anyway. So I want to yeah. get into real estate. I'm doing weddings. I want to kind of diversify and get into something else. So mm-hmm. when one thing's not going, I can pick up another. A lot of realtors still yep. ain't doing video. It's crazy. And they and don't just,
1: get it. And, and I, I really don't understand it because the way the platforms are going uh-huh. when it comes to video, you know, obviously with Facebook and Instagram, I can put out video ads uh-huh. for these houses. So I can just take my home tour and, and use it there. Right. The bigger thing, though, is it's not just your social media platforms that are recognizing how big video is getting. Like Zillow as a home search app uh-huh. allows for me as a realtor to upload a video straight to the platform. So when ah. somebody's going they're not just scrolling through pictures. They can right. actually take a tour of the home. Right. So I can take these video tours, throw them in there, mm-hmm. and then when somebody's looking at the map on Zillow, it it'll show them a little video icon
0: oh, like a preview.
1: Yeah, that that house has a video tour if you want to look at it. Gotcha. So in Anderson, and I you know, looked at this the other day, you know, about 500 homes for sale in Anderson all price ranges about 20 homes that have video tours of them. Mm -hmm. And most of those are like picture slides or just a walkthrough. And even on like million dollar homes, Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous to me. That's crazy. Why people, I mean, why, if you, if you've got a million dollar asset, Mm -hmm. why would you give that to someone that doesn't know how to market?
0: Yeah. That and to just record on their phone Mm -hmm. or just do a slideshow. Like that's so old and it's just not, in my opinion, it's not functional.
1: Well, you got to think like, and, And this is a—it's a lot of money. If if I'm selling a million-dollar house, Mm -hmm. more than likely I'm turning around and making twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars off of that house. Mm -hmm. Why the hell are you going to pay me twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars to just walk through your house with my cell phone? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Here's the living room. Here's the master. It's ridiculous to even think. And the cool
0: thing about it is, is, if I was selling something of any significance, and I already seen your content and know how you do. Hands down, I'm going with you, mm-hmm. especially because people will vet you or they should at least vet you. And if I see that you're doing that kind of stuff, then it's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I reached out to, I think last week and the week before, a total of like 11 realtors. And I was just basically, you know, they showing houses on their phone, right? Mm-hmm. Doing lives on Facebook. And I'm like, hey, if you want a video tour um, of your home that you're trying to sell, then I'm willing to do a couple here for free because I'm trying to build a real estate portfolio. Blah, blah blah. Okay, we'll let you know. Like nobody bit, and I'm like, it's free. It's like, crazy. Here's some of my other work. So well, at but least, see, but here's
1: the thing. What's nuts about them turning that down is you can come in there, shoot it, give it to them, and if they hate it, they don't even have to post. You don't it. even have to use it. No.
0: But the problem is, it's like you'd rather use your phone, and it's like no, like kind of no motivation whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well,
1: well, they're they're not being kicked out yet. And that's the thing, because I'm just one person. So Mm -hmm. normally I'm only going to be able to list in a given year. If I'm listing 20, 25 homes, Mm -hmm. like I'm happy, like that, that's a good year. Right. There's thousands of houses Mm -hmm. in the upstate. Most people, they use the first realtor they talk to Mm -hmm. or they use their friend Mm -hmm. and it's not prominent enough. I'm the only person doing it. To where they're like, okay, we have to have a realtor that has this level of marketing because mm-hmm. I am the only one doing it. Right. So, yeah. as more realtors get on that bandwagon of doing video to market homes, to market themselves, mm-hmm. in about five years, those people that are turning down that offer, well, are gonna, they, yeah. they're gonna regret that they turned it down because right. then they're gonna see, oh my gosh, I'm losing business because these other agents are getting. Yeah, I'm not all separating
0: myself from the pack and doing mm-hmm. something different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's beyond me and the thing is is like some of them were Anderson Realtors some of them were Greenville a couple in Williamston and I'm like man what is wrong with you guys mm-hmm. like if if you're not in to video right now and not saying that video is just solely the only way to go but I mean if you're showing a house especially a house of some sort of significant size what is a, a photo that you took with your phone going to do mm-hmm. like I'm glad you get it <laughs> I just mm-hmm. wish others got it. But, you know, it is what it is, and I just, you know, took it with a grain of salt. I'm like, well, I offered, you know. I'll eventually get someone that's like, yes, please, thank you. And maybe it's an instance to where they don't think they can afford it. Right. But it's not always the case, especially when someone's offering you something. And the only thing I'm saying is I'll use it for my portfolio. Right. Like you said, if you don't want to use it, then fine. You don't have to. But what is it going to hurt? Mm-hmm. Imagine if it helped you sell that house quickly because someone said, "I've seen your video tour of your house. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. you know
1: well, and I think there's there's a whole other element to this too is there's very few realtors using video mm-hmm. nationwide and it's a, it's actually a pretty small community when you get into it and especially at the level that I have, there's probably only a few thousand in the country that really use it and use it well. Mm -hmm. So what that does when you start doing it and you, you build the portfolio, you get better at the videos that you do, you get better on camera, Mm -hmm. you start getting recognized by people that you wouldn't ever think you would be able to interact with, you Mm -hmm. know? And and that's probably been one of the biggest benefits to my business is, you know, like you said, we live in Anderson, small place. Yeah. And from 21 to 25, the only people I talked to, probably the average earner was around fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, maybe on the high end right. of what the average Which earner was. Which is good for Anderson. Which is good for Anderson. <laughs> right. But then I started doing these videos, and I started getting connected with people that make a lot more money. Mm-hmm. I started becoming, especially from the parody, started becoming friends with CEOs and marketing strategists. Mm-hmm. And now the average person that I just have a conversation with probably is earning three to four hundred thousand dollars a year. So it's gotten to a point to where once once you start interacting with those people and you start marketing on a level that those people are marketing on, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: your thought process through everything changes because because you're not worried now about oh okay this video is going to cost me a thousand dollars right right the way because the way people that have money think about things is that okay that thousand dollars could generate ten thousand dollars worth of income for Mm -hmm, me uh people who aren't spending the money. They're like, oh, I don't want to spend $1,000 because I don't know what that's going to do for me. Right. You know.
0: It's a two totally different segments. Two yeah.
1: totally different thought processes. Mm-hmm. But that was me when I was, you know, when the average person I talked to made fifty dollars to $60,000, everything was about how do I keep as much money in my pocket? Right. How do I market with $0? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then once I got to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take a leap on this. And I started interacting with other people. hmm like, Brad, you brought him up, who I do my podcast with. Mm-hmm. Brad, he probably spends fifty to $60,000 a year on marketing. Wow. And he shoots a lot of his own stuff. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because he's put, he puts so much there that he the return he gets on it is insane. Right. I mean, that dude lists more million-dollar homes than anybody I know. And it's just because he... Put so much into his listing videos mm-hmm. that people
0: recognize that,
1: right? You know,
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, you gotta spend money to make money. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds typical and cliche, but I mean that's the case with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: you also have to spend money in the right places. Yeah,
0: you have to spend it wisely, yeah. and you have to do certain things, and also have a strategy and a vision. Mm-hmm. It's not just hey, spend a thousand dollars to make a video. Yeah,
1: you have and to the, have and the banner on your kid's softball field. Probably doesn't help <laughs> no, no. the way you think it is. Yeah, you know? no,
0: not at all. Or a little clip inside of a, you know, menu of a restaurant whatnot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that you get it. Um, again, one of the only creators that I know around here. Mm-hmm. So um, since you've been, you know, growing so much and you started at a certain place, but now you've scaled up to this place, could you give any advice besides, hey, you need to look into doing video marketing. You need to have a strategy. You never have like a growth plan for mm-hmm. someone that's either in the business struggling or looking to get in the business.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your business is real estate or whatever. If you're like an independent contractor or you mm-hmm. own your own business, the the same thing applies. Mm-hmm. You have to have a marketing strategy. Right. Most people, and especially in a smaller town like Anderson, rely on the 1950s model of advertising. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That we're just going to. Put out a good product, people are gonna talk about our product, and then as a result, people will come have right. our product. Mm-hmm. For some places, that works, uh-huh. but they're the best places. So, like you know, some of Joe's downtown Anderson, food wise, doesn't need to do too much marketing, right? Because everybody knows who they are, people talk about them. Right. Sullivan's does not have to do a lot of marketing for their restaurant. Mr. Rivers. Mr. Rivers, they're good places uh-huh. that d- that deliver an exceptional product. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter though. If you're starting a new business, what word of mouth is there?
0: Right. Oh, so
1: and so is trying something new. Right. We've all. I mean, you know, we all heard that when I got into real estate, people were like, oh yeah, Bob thinks he's going to be a realtor now,
0: <laughs> and you know, because surprise, people are always
1: <laughs> pessimistic though when they see somebody trying to do something new. Right. They're like, oh, he's trying. Mm-hmm. That's not good word of mouth. Mm-mm. You know, and and it's hard to get word of mouth going, especially if you don't have a huge bankroll behind you. Mm-hmm. Video, in my opinion, is the best marketing strategy. So if you sit down, you build it out, and you go, okay, how do I use video to get in front of as many people as possible? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can give away product for free. Sure. Giveaways help. Um, but to me, I think highlighting other people is, has been the best thing for my business. So I have a Foodie Friday series that we do every two weeks, right. twice a month. Right, we go out and we try different restaurants, their food, and we highlight them. We don't even talk about our own business. Mm-hmm. Me and the guy that I do them with, right. we just sit down, we try the food, we praise it.
0: I've seen it. You try all the good food, man. We try all the good food. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right,
1: right. I mean, it's it's obvious. <laughs> we, we try the good food, but what ends up happening is those restaurants they cross promote it. We get in front of you know eight to ten thousand people when we post those. Mm -hmm. And then over time they begin to figure out, okay, he sells real estate because they're seeing my other videos. Right. And it it all comes together there, but by promoting other people and other businesses and what they're doing, well, what it has done is it has driven trust into my business that Mm -hmm. they know, okay, he's not just trying to sell me a house. Yeah.
0: He's not a shark just trying to, you know, sell me a house and get some money from me.
1: He's, he's not only doing, he's not, you know, he's not only creating, you know, content for his business, he's also showing off other people. Right. So that has performed extremely well for me. And Mm -hmm. I think anybody thinking about getting into it should look at it and say, okay, how can I help other businesses? Mm -hmm. Because then those other businesses, you know, they have followings, they have their word of mouth, right? They have the people that pay attention to their business. You can kind of piggyback on that, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, you're earning the trust of their clientele because right. you've helped promote their business. And
0: it's just putting your face out there mm-hmm. more. Di- I mean, just whatever topic or, you know, thing that you're talking about, you're just getting more exposure and Right, you're still building brand awareness. Like you do that with foodie Friday and then beer of the week. Are you still doing that? Yeah. yeah. We okay. do beer of the
1: week every week. It's, I mean, it's my favorite thing mm-hmm. that I do because oh, I, I get to drink beer,
0: <laughs> but know? the food's pretty good too. Yeah. It's the food side of the, the food's videos. fantastic. Yeah. I mean,
1: and now we've gotten to a point to where, we're putting so much money behind like the Foodie Fridays uh-huh. that the restaurants they see the quality, uh-huh. so we don't pay for our own food. A lot of times, the restaurants will actually put marketing spend behind the videos. Nice. Um, we're getting to the point to where you know I guess it takes away from some of the you know how genuine the show has been in the past, uh-huh. but some of these restaurants are beginning to pay us, and the long term strategy of it is to turn it into a income producing show. Right. You know, if we get to the point that where we're charging a thousand dollars for an episode, mm-hmm. then, you know, we're doing that 24 times. Yes. 24 grand. Right. Right. Sure. That I'm getting paid to market myself
0: times X amount of places. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. so
1: it, I mean, it really does the long-term strategy of it makes a whole lot of sense because if you get to the point that you're doing a good enough job on it, you can charge people right to come and do that marketing for them but as a result, it yep. also markets me. Yeah.
0: And you're already yep. there. So it's yep. like two birds, one stone. Yep. Yeah, that's good. So like you're getting some free game right now because he's basically telling you like kind of the moving parts and what you should do from, uh, you know, side of your video strategy and aspect and stuff like that. So yep. yeah, that's pretty strong stuff. Yep. Um, The podcast that you have, mm-hmm. Bob and Brad. Bob yep. and Brad show like he's done, he's doing so much man he's like <laughs> beer of the week foodie Friday Bob and Brad Yeah, like where do you find all the time to do all this stuff especially just having a kid now mm-hmm. so
1: I mean for me it's and this is why I said you have to look at it as your marketing strategy mm-hmm. if you don't look at it as your marketing strategy then it, it's just videos that you do right. you know right. and so it doesn't take any sort of precedent you know you just kind of push it to the side if it doesn't have a value add to your business right so for me the average business um, they spend of their profit or of their, um, revenue back into advertising, the successful businesses. That's what you see Coca-Cola do, what you see Pepsi do, you know, the big ones, that's what they do. They spend 14% of their revenue back into advertising to generate people coming back to them for their product.
0: Gotcha.
1: So if they're spending 14% of their time or 14% of their money, they're probably spending 14% of their time on it too. They've got a whole marketing team that is... But, but the to thing the, is,
0: you're one person. I'm one person. Yeah.
1: So when I, when you look at it, you take these big company, their philosophies, their management structures and everything, and you break it down. That's why I said I, I'm looking at it from a percentage standpoint. Mm-hmm. How much of their people, how many people at corporate are paid for marketing? It's probably around 14%. Right. So when I break that down to just me, when I'm building my business, I want to frame it to where I'm spending roughly that same amount of time, roughly that same amount of money, on my business. So my whole business plan incorporates about fourteen percent of my time to marketing. Because video marketing is pretty much the only marketing that I do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I spend about fourteen percent of my work week focused on it. So
0: I would have never guessed it. I would have figured it's like a
1: lot more than mm-hmm. that. I spent about six hours. Um, really yep so wow. but so this is where but this is but where see, you got
0: an editor mm-hmm. and all that good jazz but that's a team that's, still that's a where team
1: you you have to hire out because right. if not I'm going to spend 20 hours minimum right a week on this stuff
0: yeah minimum minimum like we were talking one time at a, a restaurant here at Wild Wings you were saying man it is taking forever for me to edit this one video mm-hmm. and you know it's like I'll spend hours on it so like having a team is beneficial and at least getting with someone because right off the bat someone may not be able to pay for Mm -hmm. a someone to edit a podcast or edit the videos that you you know put out so like structuring yourself and getting set up with the right people is definitely a good thing because Mm -hmm. maybe you can wash each other's back you know figuratively
1: well and I mean when I first got started obviously like having a retainer with a videographer made Mm -hmm. zero sense I did not have the income coming in right to spend that sort of money on on a retainer so Mm -hmm. I mean I worked project by project when I first started, like, Hey, I need you for this. So in the beginning they were really just doing listing videos and, um, my parodies Mm -hmm. and that was it. And any other content that I did, I tried to do on my own. Right. So now though I have them on a retainer, I pay them a set amount of money every single month. They do the foodie Fridays videos as a part of that retainer. And then we have a set pricing on any additional videos that I want done. So it makes a lot of sense for me now mm-hmm. to say, hey, this is what we're going to do because I, I get the videos at a little lower cost. Right. But starting off, it was like, okay, I you know, I want to use videos, but then I, I, I used more time. Like when I first started, the videos weren't nearly as good. I wasn't doing nearly as many of them, mm-hmm. but I was probably spending 10 hours a week mm-hmm. just on my stuff because I was editing my own stuff because I had more time than I did money. Right as the business has generated more income, now I have more money than I do time. So I'm <laughs> going to spend that money to right. have other people do the work. For
0: Cause me. I imagine it feels good to just show up, you know, and oh, do I show, your, I show and, up to film and I'm done. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you don't have to edit. You don't have to fix this, fix that. You know, you don't have to upload this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty neat. Maybe, yep. maybe one day, um, yep. <laughs> for me. Well,
1: see, I mean, that's like the Bob and Brad show, his, He has a videographer that works with him, and it's an editor for him. He Uh pays him an hourly rate. And uh, Tyson edits the Bob and Brad show. It it takes him probably an hour and a half, two hours to edit the Bob and Brad show. But that's two two hours that me or Brad don't have to spend on it. Uh Foodie Fridays, I have my retainer for it. The only video that I edit myself is Beer of the Week. Gotcha. Because, I mean, it's about a 45-minute edit. It's Uh very simple. Right, right. (laughs) You know? Yeah, usually
0: one shot or something mm -hmm. like that. Yep. Yeah. So
1: it's just a matter of just cutting out, cutting out where I don't need stuff and right, right. and making sure that it flows well. Right. So, you know, that's a 45-minute edit. And then other than that, I just show up. Yeah. So I show up, we film, and when I leave, I I don't worry about it till you know, the day before we have to post it just to right. make sure that the video is ready.
0: And that's got to be such a good feeling because you're so diversified with your content and you're just cranking it out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, every week I feel, I feel like I'm seeing something different from you, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool because, again, people are seeing your face you're getting exposure you're building your brand awareness you just put up a billboard in Anderson (laughs) so and I understand why you did that like we were discussing this complimentary um, basically advertising but also I'd seen it before you even posted I was like Look at Bob. Yeah, I was like, "Come on, man! You're the, just doing everything." The idea behind
1: the billboard, and because a lot of people, especially in my line of work, they think the billboard is that is the advertising thing. Yeah. Like yeah. once once you have a billboard, you've made it. Mm. So my billboard, if if you haven't seen it, it's <laughs> it says
0: you yeah. got a picture of it.
1: Um, yeah. well, not
0: not here right now. We're gonna we're well, put I'll, it on the, we'll we'll it we'll on the it, screen, we'll yeah, so people screen. can see. Yeah, so <laughs> it's
1: a um, it is kind of. It, what it is is it's a dictionary definition mm-hmm. that I made up. <laughs> yeah, and it says def, it says Bob, proper noun definition, a damn good realtor. Mm-hmm. And I'm basically shitting, I like the
0: way you spell it. It was like spelled weird and everything. The, the Bob Bob. So yeah, yeah, we
1: did the the like phonetics out to the side. Yeah, it was like yeah. B a h b. Like a sheep, you yeah. know. Bah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So, but the idea with it is kind of almost mocking. Billboards, because so many realtors go up and put a billboard and they try to make it super professional, like to make it look like they're the best in town. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Right. Plus, you know, my thought process is most people know who I am through social media uh-huh. and, and my presence on Facebook. So then when they see it, it's just complimentary, it, right? It fits the brand. It's the way people think about me, anyways. That's exactly the ad I think people would expect from me, right? So right. when they see it, it's just it's a correlation, yeah. Yep. It, it just so you, compliments into your it. personality,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And you know the thing I and I never got, um, not just with realtors but with any business. I think people are more focused on where they're going, or at least they should while they're driving. Besides billboard. You know, besides it just being a billboard, like how do you measure your return on that?
1: I don't think there's a way you know? to.
0: There's no absolute way to do that. You and know, I know
1: that sounds stupid from someone who just paid a lot of money but like for one. Like you said, one. it's a different
0: but, issue. Yours mm-hmm. is like complimentary. You're mm-hmm. not looking to generate revenue off of that. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, I I don't know anybody that would call me and be like, "Hey, I saw your billboard. Mm-hmm. I want to work with you." Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially if the billboard has nothing about it that is like. Exciting yeah. if it's just your face, and it was just something best that realtor you could, in town. Yeah.
0: It was just something you could do to be complimentary and funny. Yeah, and like I don't understand how you could, as a business, even if I had the disposable income, I would never buy a billboard mm-hmm. ever. It just doesn't make sense. You, mm-hmm. I think, what's important, well, I know what's important in businesses is like you're able to measure your return on your investment. You've got to be able to get some sort of analytics to say, mm-hmm. okay, I spent this much money, I converted to these many customers, and this is why. Just having something that's just static doesn't do it, right. hence video being dynamic and mm-hmm. all the rage. Yep. And it's been that way for a while.
1: But even video is hard to track. I right, mean, beca- it is. Because, I mean, what are we doing? We're we're building brand and yeah. we're building influence. right. You know, somebody calls me and they're like, "Hey, I want you to sell my house." I'm like, "Great, how'd you hear me?" And it's like, "Oh, I just know who you are."
0: Mm-hmm. Like, okay, did you okay. see a video? <laughs> did, you did you see a video? What yeah. what prompted you? What to happened? Call me? Who who said something about me? Right, but it,
1: but it becomes such a culmination of so many things. Oh, they've right. seen five videos. Mm-hmm. They've talked to two of their friends about me. They've mm-hmm. seen the billboard. Right. It's not one thing. Right. So you know, the strategy becomes I want to hit people as many times as possible. But when I do that, it makes it very hard to track where the business came from. Right. But all, all I know is it's working. Right. It's working. <laughs> you know? And
0: that's like really the bottom line. Because like you said, with videos, you can't really measure clicks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you have a video as your ad creative and you have a call to action and somebody has to fill out a form, yes, mm-hmm. you can track those conversions. Mm-hmm. But like you said, with video, it's just a culmination of other things that you're doing.
1: Yeah. And and one thing, and this is, I mean, I, I may sound this is where I may not sound very humble (laughs) is when, and this, a lot of it comes from having conversations with people that make more money. When you see the way people think about advertising spend, typically the poorer income people, people that don't have very thriving businesses, Mm -hmm. the way they think about stuff is if I'm going to spend $20 here, how am I going to make it back? Right. So where's my lead? How am I tracking this? That's what they're concerned with. Uh I guarantee you, you go talk to Coke. Coca-Cola is not concerned about how much income they made off of the commercial that they put out.
0: Right. They just put it out? They just put it out. Because they know they have to continuously have some synergy with their brand.
1: Yep. What they're concerned about is that people are always thinking about their business. Uh So like what you said earlier, I can't remember if it was on camera or not, about how when people bring up real estate, you don't think Remax. Right. You think Think Bob. Bob. and mm-hmm. that's, that's what I want. But if I stop putting out videos, if I stop putting out advertisements, you stop thinking about me. Exactly. Because it's, we live in a society that is very, um, we have very short attention spans. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always on to the next thing. Right. So if I'm not hitting you with new content every week... You're gonna forget about me pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, like you know, I'll put out a piece of content a week ago, and I'm like, man, it feels like forever since I put out a piece of content. It's been seven days, right? And that's if I feel that way, then I know for a fact the people consuming content Mm -hmm. feel even more so that they they don't even know they feel that way because they can't remember that I put out any content in the first place. Because life life
0: life would get in the way. Life moves
1: on, Mm -hmm. so I've always got to have something else coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but that's the thing is if you focus on what is the return of this one video. Then you're losing. You, you, you've lost sight on what actually matters. With it, before you even started. It. Before you've even started, because mm-hmm. you've you've got to be focused on. Okay, how do I get people to know who I am? How do I stay top of mind? The return is top of mind awareness. Uh-huh. The return is not money in your pocket. Right. Top of mind awareness turns into money. Exactly. The return is top of mind awareness. Yep. So the billboard that I got, just the picture that I took and posted on Facebook is worth every penny I put into the billboard because mm-hmm. it got like 600 plus reactions, mm-hmm. like 250 comments. Yep. At that point, the billboard has done everything I need it to.
0: Right, and now people are looking for it. And
1: now people are looking for it. Yeah. So it, what it does is it keeps me top of mind, and that, that matters way more to me than, than any sort of dollar mm-hmm. because top of mind awareness brings me money. Yeah,
0: because you know eventually it's going to have that roll down effect mm-hmm. and it's going to keep you out there and keep people talking about you mm-hmm. and that's another thing like about video marketing you don't just do one and done right you never just do one and done I've, I've found businesses to say you know hey how much for this video okay $750 for mm-hmm. one video yeah it takes a, a minute to do that mm-hmm. literally even if it is a minute video it takes longer to do a minute video and get it out there well, but and,
1: and this is the thing if you don't want to spend 750 bucks on that video then buy the equipment do it yourself
0: exactly yeah.
1: But it's going to suck.
0: But it's like, well, <laughs> I don't have, it's either I don't have time or the know-how. It's really the know-how. Because mm-hmm. you have time because if you're struggling in your business, you're not yeah. that busy.
1: Well, I mean, when I sit down from someone, sit across, I sit across from someone, they're selling a $200,000 house, and I tell them, you know, my portion of the commission is going to be, you know, six grand. Mm-hmm. They're like, why would I pay you six grand? It's like, I mean, you can sell your house. Mm-hmm. You can can go down to Lowe's, you can buy a for sale by (laughs) owner sign, you can write your number on it, stick it in the yard, Right. you can go through, you can go take pictures of your house with your cell phone, Uh you can throw them on Zillow, you can deal with all the showings on your own, Uh people are going to blow you up, not only that, you're going to have realtors calling you all the time wanting to list your house for you, Uh you have to deal with all those phone calls, you have to sort through, inspections, you have to deal with inspections, you have to deal with legal paperwork you know nothing about.
0: Uh Mm-hmm.
1: So now you got to go find the paperwork. Who's going to show you what paperwork you need? You're going to uh-huh. call your attorney. Your attorney's going to charge you money yep. to put that paperwork together for you. So no matter what you do, like you're going to make your life very difficult. Uh-huh. You can do it, uh-huh. but I know what I'm doing. I do it, you know, thirty to forty times a year. Right. <laughs> it's very simple for me.
0: Right. You know, the offset of the money is is way better having you do it because mm-hmm. you can drive you know yourself crazy. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, don't look at that.
1: And, and when you look at it from the other side of getting video marketing done. Uh you're never going to put the video out because you're going to get so bogged down and not knowing what you're doing. Right. You know, I mean, people ask me like for the stuff I edit myself, which for the most part, the stuff I edit myself is pretty simple. Uh And I've still put 30 to 40 hours worth of educating myself on how to use Adobe. Right. You know, how, how do I do aperture and ISO? And, yeah. You know, get, how do
0: I make this cut look you know, good transition? You know, blah, you know blah, blah, blah. why
1: is my slow-mo glitchy? Because I didn't put it in the right frame rate. You uh-huh. know, I had to learn all this stuff right to do simple videos. Uh-huh. You know, if I want to do something complex, I, you know, I'd need another hundred hours learning right. to even be halfway decent at it. Right. And I don't have that time. That's why I pay that out. It's not
0: easy as yeah. everyone thinks. No, it's not easy. Not at, at all. all. I mean, no. fr- photography is a, it's a different story. Yes, you still have to have composition. You know, your exposures, your lighting. Video is a totally different beast. Like, if you're thinking about doing video marketing yourself for your business, just don't mm-hmm. focus on running your business and let someone like me or someone else do it. Well, I mean, it.
1: It, it, and, and just being honest, I mean, you know, obviously, I want to be able to plug your business and, yeah, you okay. know, and <laughs> say, like, hey, you know, hire Neil. Yeah. But for some people, it's just not it's not feasible. I mean, if right. you're brand new to the business and you have very little money, mm-hmm. you've got to do it yourself. Right. But, but right. the thing is, you've got very little money. You've got very little business. you got a lot of time. Right. And that's where those people can actually learn. You can get like an Osmo gimbal, mm-hmm. throw your cell phone in it. And you got a if you got an iPhone 12 or you got a, you know, pixel five that's coming out and mm-hmm. it shoots really good video. Yeah. You can do that. You can yeah. get an Osmo. You can learn how to do stuff, but you're going to have to put in, in my opinion, hundreds of hours. And learning how to do yep. it for it to be quality. Shooting
0: on a phone is the easy part. Mm-hmm. But then to have a quality, decent output of a product, mm-hmm. that's the other part. But like that is not a bad idea if you don't have the money to do it, at least just start making content.
1: Right. Because because what it's gonna do is it's gonna create top of mind awareness, which is gonna generate business. Mm-hmm. And as you generate business, you'll lose time. As you lose time, you'll need to hire it out. Right. <laughs> you know, like and that's that is the cycle of that. You want to get to the point, though, that you're paying a videographer uh-huh. because it's it's not my job to make videos. Uh-huh. It's my job to sell houses. The it's video- just as
0: my job is not to sell houses. right? Yeah. So yeah.
1: what I need to – I need to focus on my job. So if I can spend six hours a week on video and put out four videos a week, that's what I need to do because I need as much time because I'm, I'm not making money off the videos. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know if The videos are designed to make me money, right. but I'm not making money off the videos. Right. So right. it – if, if you have the time, learn how to do it, you know, invest in it. But then when you get to the point that you don't have the time, you have to, you got to pay it out.
0: Right. And a lot right. of these
1: big producing realtors, the ones that you've called and offered free service to, mm-hmm. they don't have the time, right. You know, they, they don't have the time to learn how to do video. So mm-hmm. they need to be paying someone to well, do apparently
0: it. Apparently they don't have the want either. <laughs> uh, they don't, they don't see, they don't, <laughs> they don't see don't the value. See yet. Yeah. No. That's crazy because I mean, it's been going this way for years. So I don't understand. Yeah, but
1: you got to think if somebody has been doing business for 20 years, yeah. And, old school. and they're making $200,000 a year. They don't see why they need anything. Right. And in five years, when a quarter of their business has gotten pulled from them, from mm-hmm. people that are doing it, and now mm-hmm. they're only making 140, 150.
0: They're like, Oh, what happened?
1: Yeah. Now yeah. they can't afford the lifestyle that they've built around a $200,000 income. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to notice they going to be late to the party.
0: Right. You and know? I understand it's tough with everything going on right now. I really do. Like, Sometimes financially, you just can't do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. especially this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, well, I, I mean, get it. So,
1: but that's a point to the video. So, like, I started in 2018. Mm-hmm. 2019, there was no difference. Then we hit a pandemic year, a year that you think things would suck, and mm-hmm. my income more than doubles. Wow. And that's because... Yeah, it's been
0: a crazy, like, buyer's market.
1: Well, like, I mean, the real estate market in general has has been crazy, mm-hmm. but the people that are marketing well... Are the ones that have, I mean, just exploded to the top. Because what is it? People are stuck at home. Uh You know, if you see a realtor at church every Sunday, from March to August, you didn't. Uh So you know who they forgot about? That realtor. And you know who they saw? The people that were online. Uh Me. Yep. (laughs) You know, that's who they saw, so that's who they called. Right. You know, I mean, my team, and my team is myself and my parents. Mm -hmm. My team, we have done over $10 million worth of real estate transactions this year. Wow. Which is insane when you think about we're in Anderson.
0: Right. Anderson, pandemic, yeah. You
1: Mm -hmm. would not think that somebody in their fourth full year in the business at that time, know, the beginning of the year, I was in my fourth full year, Mm -hmm. you would not think that someone that green, Would do 10 million plus in a pandemic year when the most I'd ever done in a year was 4 million. Wow. But it's the marketing. Right.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. You Mm -hmm. positioned yourself, you had a plan, you executed your plan, and Mm -hmm. it just just keeps on going from there.
1: Yep. So, you know, and it becomes to where you you stop thinking about, okay, how can I make six figures a year? And now you start going, okay, how can I make six figures four times, five times? You Mm -hmm. know, how can I make, you know, I would have never thought. When I was 23, you know, five, four or five years ago, uh-huh. and just getting into the business, my mindset was never like, oh, maybe one day I could make half a million dollars a year. Uh-huh. And now it's, I mean, it, that's still a ways away, but it's like, yeah. oh, no, I can see, I see the path. Right. I see how I can get there. Right. Which, where we live, is that is an atrocious amount of money. Mm uh-huh. hmm but I mean it's it's feasible and that's I would have never thought it was until I started incorporating video into my business and I was like oh wow this actually can because I work I don't work nearly as hard I mean Mm -hmm. you gotta think like when I had listings that just had pictures Uh you know I was Uh getting called all the time by the sellers when are you gonna do an open house when are we gonna have this happen when are we gonna do this
0: running back and forth
1: running back and forth Uh you know and now that I've done the do the videos it's hey we're gonna put we're gonna put some more money behind the ad Uh We're going to put the video here. Yeah. We're going to do it with, and there's way less running around because the sellers can see that video is going to generate way more traffic to my house than an open house ever would.
0: Right. And it kind of helps maybe, I don't know. That's just just my assumption. Weed out certain people that may just be tire kickers, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if they're really serious and they've seen the video, then like, they may actually want to even just go ahead and give you an offer. Like a lot of times Mm -hmm. people, especially these days, I wouldn't imagine they want to keep meeting and meeting and meeting. You Mm -hmm. know, they may just see your video and love it and say, I
1: had, I had a buyer on a house that I sold back in um, August that I think we closed in September. The buyer had driven past the house three or four times and had decided that they didn't want to view it. Mm. Then on Zillow saw the video watched it and was like okay maybe we do need to check the house out nice they went in checked the house out made an offer and we closed on it and it's the video brought a buyer to the house that would have never been there right you know which that does way more like an open house somebody would have driven by and been like no i don't want to go in mm-hmm. you know right. they would have made that decision before they ever stepped Especially foot if in the there
0: house. was other people there mm-hmm. right now yeah and
1: that's what the videos do it allows people to actually step in the house and see the house without actually going into the house right you know, and right. what the interesting metric I've seen is that my showing numbers has actually gone down mm-hmm. from before I did videos, less people are viewing the homes, but the people that are vi- viewing the homes, the sales numbers are going way out. more serious. Well, mm-hmm. cause the thing it's weeding out what you said, tire kickers, Right, people that don't know if they actually are interested in that house, they can see the video and they'll be like, no, it's not for me. Right. That's not a problem for me. It, it's less inconvenience for my seller. My seller's not having to pack up and leave the house for two hours so somebody can come in and view their house. Right. That isn't really serious.
0: It just makes more sense. It makes it's much a, more it's functional.
1: Sense. It's way more functional. Yeah. Yep. And it's a it's a better service because you got to think somebody sits down, uh, you know, across the table from another realtor and that realtor says, hey, this is how much we charge. Mm-hmm. Then they sit down for me, and I'm like, hey, this is how much I charge. They're comparable numbers. Sometimes they're the same number. Uh-huh. And my marketing package looks 20 times better than yep. that realtor's marketing package. And they're like, wait, we're paying the same amount for both of these services? Uh-huh. They're always going to hire me. Oh, yeah. They're always going to hire me.
0: Yeah, that's why you to go goat.
1: Yeah. I mean I might make I might make a little less money per transaction because I'm having to spend more yeah. on my marketing. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. I mean if if I make five hundred dollars less but I do twenty more transactions.
0: Exactly. It's the impression that you make. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean it's this this what not only resonating beforehand, but it's the impression that you make on them mm-hmm. during, after, you know, that you're then their realtor and and whoever else maybe in their family or friends. You're then the go-to guy. Yep,
1: but then it also gets me to a point with sellers. It doesn't only eliminate tire kickers on the buyers end. It also eliminates it on the sellers end. People that just want to throw their house out on the market to see what happens. Mm-hmm. It eliminates those because I have a clause in the contract with me that if you terminate the you know agreement to sell your house without like reasonable cause, if you know, somebody has like a death in the family or something, they, there's there's reasonable cause. But if they don't have that, mm-hmm. they have to reimburse me for my marketing spend.
0: Gotcha. So, so that way you're not totally out.
1: Right. No, I mean if the entire agreement expires and they don't want to relist, the you know, they don't owe me that money. But if they decide a month then, have we decide we decided we don't want to sell our house, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, you've got to reimburse me. Right. That's good.
0: You know? Yeah. So but it gives because me Because you still got the content. Yeah.
1: But now I'm at the point to where when people are sitting down for me, they want to hire me because of the video. So if I tell them, Hey, you know, you have to agree to this clause or we don't do the video marketing. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, 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 that's the whole reason we want to hire you. So right. they're going to agree to reimburse me if if they walk away. Yeah. you know,
0: That's good. That's kind of yeah. not necessarily a complete win-win, but it's still good. Yeah. You've got a good well, offset. Well, it protects
1: me. Yeah, and you, you know? got
0: a good offset just in case something does happen. Yep. That's cool. Yep. i got a question for you. It's a burning question every time I see you. Yeah. Most of your audience and your marketing is, would it be fair to say, on Facebook? For the most part, Yeah why do you hate YouTube so much, man? I don't hate YouTube. (laughs) I don't hate YouTube. I
1: think a lot of it for me is that I had an audience on Facebook already. Right. And I knew I could appeal to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And on YouTube, you don't start with the audience. And it's easier
0: because they're just there on Facebook all the time.
1: Yep. And you have to build the audience on YouTube. Now, Mm -hmm. obviously, a good video on YouTube, you know, can get a lot more traffic over a long period of time because on Facebook I put a video out if it does not perform well in the first two days Mm -hmm. it's toast No
0: synergy from that algorithm
1: yep it is not going to get out in front of people Facebook's going to bury it with YouTube I mean it could be you know three months in you change the thumbnail on it then all of a sudden your click-through rate goes up right and you know it can pop it's just
0: it's for me the thing is like with your parodies especially like mm -hmm. The, from the views that you've gotten, you could have got a little coin off of it, but it's yeah. not ne- yeah. like I understand with talking to you more. It's not always about just money.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, and I'm starting to build out into YouTube. Um, Brad, who I do my podcast with, uh-huh. is very big on YouTube. I mean, he, I mean, he makes money off of his channel. So, uh-huh. and his channel is just marketing his business. So, right. you know, he, I mean, he's making money off his channel. He's got like 3,000 subscribers, uh-huh. um, and he's got like average watch time. I think it's like 32 hours a day. Wow. That's good. watch time. So, I mean, people are on his channel. They engage. Mm-hmm. And from talking to him a lot, I've been starting to see, okay, this is, you know, it really is a good avenue to go down. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of building out the pages for everything. So, I've started putting Beer of the Week on there. Started Foodie Fridays cool. putting it on there. But, cool. you know, they those channels only have like 10 subscribers at the yeah. time because I just started them. You right. Know? Right. So, Patience is normally not a, you know, something that I yeah, you know, have a lot of. Right. So that's really been my biggest hold off on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just like to give you a hard there. I like to give I'm your going.
0: hard time about it because I'm always I'm like kind of not the YouTube guy, but it's just uh, kind of where I, I sort of live as far as anything that I do, you know, yeah. whether it's my personal videos, podcasts, whatnot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so what do you have in store for twenty twenty one? What's your plan?
1: Um, so we've got, we're gonna start a couple more video series. Goodness, <laughs> which is, which is crazy. But what we're, what I'm doing in a, in a lot of respects with it is dialing back, um, how many videos for each series are being put out like every single month. Mm-hmm. So like, the Bob and Brad show is only going to two episodes a month. Okay. Foodie Fridays used to be every week, now it's two episodes a month. Gotcha. Um, we're gonna have, uh, I don't want to spill too many beans. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. we're gonna have two new series that okay. highlight um, different homes and different areas of the Upstate. Um, that's gonna be one video a month. So okay. at the end of the day, then when you have beer of the week, um, I'll be putting out about seven or eight videos per month. Mm-hmm. That's a um, lot. It's well, still a lot. That's before beer of the week. After beer of the week, it's like twelve videos a month. Oh wow! So it's I mean it it's, will be a ton, and yeah. that's before listing videos. That's before parodies. Um, I've got a parody dropping on You're killing it, bro. Well, we're hoping to drop the parody on January first. I'm still,
0: I'm still not buying yeah. January first new parody. That's what we're hoping. That'd be for. something good to have for the new year. Something to make for. us laugh, hopefully. Uh,
1: it should. It, it always
0: does, anyway. It should. But I'm, I'm not buying into this 14 percent of your time. There's no way, even, even with you just showing up, it seems yeah. like so much that you do. You
1: know. Well, my mind stays on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the marketing stuff to me, it like as far as office hours and how much time I spend from nine to five in office hours, it's about 14%. Okay. But after five, what I've spent my time on at night thinking about game planning, you know, whether it's writing lyrics for a parody video or trying Mm -hmm. to set up, you know, a guest on the Bob and Brad show that stuff. I mean, I do work on that stuff outside of what I consider office hours, but the marketing is kind of my passion within the business. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing to spend more time on it. But for someone who's thinking about doing it, you only need to spend 14% of your time, 14% of your money. Like, yeah, you don't need to go beyond that. But if I mean, if you want your stuff to be at the level mine is, you probably do right, <laughs> need right. to spend more time than that on there. I mean, just that's where my mind exists. I, I stay there all the time. So, you. you know,
0: right on. That's well, that's good. Um, so you got some new stuff in the works for 2021. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself going, hopefully, in the next, let's just say, two, three years with your business?
1: Um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm hoping to build the team out. Have have a group of agents underneath me. Okay. Um, that
0: start your own brokerage?
1: Nah, I'm not no, gonna do that. No, you not love you it. love Remax. I'm way too loyal. Do you even to Remax. get a tattoo? I do. I've Remax tattooed oh, on my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's crazy. I'm very loyal to Remax. I got you. But a, a lot of that to me, and it just has to do with liability. Uh-huh. Um, I have way less liability, way less responsibility, as a team leader. Underneath a brokerage. Uh um, And it doesn't, it's not, it's really not a substantial pay increase for me to go do my own thing.
0: It's probably a lot more time, a lot more headache. A lot
1: more time, a lot more headache, a lot more, I mean, from like a liability standpoint, tons more responsibility Uh Um, for a marginal pay increase. It's just not, it's just not worth it. Right. Um, And
0: and if you are staying on the same trend, because not only do you just do this stuff to get yourself out there, I can tell you're passionate about it Mm -hmm. and you're having fun. Mm -hmm. And that's like, for me, like that's the reason why I do stuff is because I have fun doing it. That's why we're sitting here now. I like yeah. I enjoy doing my podcast more than my YouTube review on gear videos because mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's more substance, you know. What yeah. I mean? But like you, you have fun with your stuff.
1: Well, like this stuff to me is is so much fun. I mean, that's a big reason why me and Brad have our own podcast is mm-hmm. this helps me flesh out my ideas. It helps me think through stuff just sitting down and talking. So like right. the content not only you know informs or you know, helps get my name out or brand you know, my brand or whatever. Uh-huh. It also helps me develop my thought processes. Right. It helps me kind of see, okay, maybe I haven't been thinking about this, right? Uh-huh. It's a or,
0: mental flush. Yeah. It's a mental flush
1: to be able to sit down and talk. So right. I, I love doing this sort of thing.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm starting to really dig doing the podcast. I'm actually going to take a break from doing review stuff. Cause it's so typical. And I feel like I need to take it to the next level if I'm going to do that stuff, but I'm going to mm-hmm. focus more on this. Yeah. Cause I, this is still content. And yep. it's good to collaborate with others, especially other Absolutely. creatives, entrepreneurs, you know, all alike, stuff like that. Um, we've been rolling for a minute, over yep. an hour. that's awesome. that's how it goes on this. So awesome. I'm not gonna take up a bunch more of your time. but um, links to all of Bob's current social media channels are gonna be in the description. Yep. And for the listeners, um like on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Go ahead and throw out your links there that they can find you on.
1: Yeah. So um, Facebook and Instagram is at Bob Tompkins Realtor. Uh-huh. Um, so that's that's my personal page okay. um, for both. Um, my business page on Facebook is uh, Better Call Bob Tompkins. Okay. So, um, you know, kind of a play on Better Call Saul. I love that TV show. Yeah,
0: man. It's one of the best. Yeah. Um, besides Breaking Bad.
1: Yep. And yeah. then um, on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Believe on... Uh, I heart as well. Okay. Is uh, the Bob and Brad show. Gotcha. So um, you search the Bob and Brad show, it should be the first thing that pops up.
0: Oh, yeah. And then also, besides, uh, if you're looking at this on YouTube, I'm going to put the links in the description, but also in the description of this. Uh, Podcast episode. Hopefully, I can do those hyperlinks there. Yeah, so everyone can check out your stuff and the YouTube channel. Let's get him some subscribers. If if you're getting onto the YouTube, what is your YouTube channel name?
1: Uh, well, it's just Bob Tompkins.
0: Just Bob Tompkins. Everything Bob Tompkins. He's gonna come up regardless. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, (laughs) if you
1: search Bob Tompkins, uh, you know, it'll come up. And it's right now. I've only got I think I've only got four videos on my YouTube channel. It's all channel.
0: good, man. You're putting yeah. more up
1: there. so Yeah. The the YouTube channel, at least my personal one, mm-hmm. is geared completely to the parodies. Gotcha. So the gotcha. hope is if we're able to get it where we want to, I'll be dropping a parody every three to four months. Okay. So the channel won't have a ton of content on it. Still. But every piece of content is going to be high
0: quality. Yeah. Going to be fire high regardless. It's yeah. like that one girl that started her channel out of a van, like living out of a van and with her white snake or something like that. As soon as she posted a video she had like I think it was like 2 or 300,000 subscribers. Yeah. It's just it's stupid crazy and she has like maybe now after a year 20 videos. Wow. That's it. So, yeah. Anyways, go subscribe to his channel. All do the it. other links are down in the description below. And I appreciate you coming on, brother. I yep. really do.
1: I appreciate you having me. I Everyone. Had a lot of
0: fun. Yeah. Me too. Same here. Everyone go follow Bob and we appreciate you being on this episode of Small Talk, Bigger Ideas, and until the next one, take care.